Vikings versus Bears. What if Treadwell caught three touchdowns Sunday? That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> you know what? If Treadwell catches three touchdowns, I'm going to make a jersey for the Raw show, dude. ready to preview this Sunday's game, your beloved Minnesota Vikings against the Chicago Bears. Da, 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 da. How you doing, Ted? Pretty good. I, if I was any better, I'd be against the law. And now that we are recording immediately after a Packers loss on Thursday night, the door is wide open for the Vikings oh, to take wait, advantage wait, wait. of this opportunity. Wait, 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 wait now. Who said two days ago that the Eagles are going to win this game? Who said it? Not me. I thought for sure the Packers would win and they'd be 4-0. 20 bucks. <laughs> Give me that pay- PayPal that shit to me. <laughs> no, now we're playing for first place, baby. Essentially, yep. yeah. The Lions yeah. aren't beating KC, so we're playing for first place. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That worked yeah. out good tonight. I thought for sure the Eagles were going to choke, choke it off at the end, but they didn't. Especially oh. after the... After the the Eagles lost at home to Detroit last week, I kind of thought the Eagles were were sort of washed this year. I don't think they'd be very good, but that was a really nice bounce back win for them. Yeah, oh, on the road, vaunted, vaunted uh, team from Wisconsin's defense. I was supposed to be hearing about all year. How did we only score sixteen against those bums? You know, watch that game tonight. Didn't it just kind of infuriate you how the Vikings yes. played against that defense? Yes, yes, it did, man. Oh, so aggravated. Question, Drew, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Everything's uh when 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 the pack loses, it's always a good day here at Bunting Manor. Everybody's in a good mood. <laughs> really looking forward to uh going in there Sunday and taking care of business. We have a you know, we both of our home games have been dominating. We just been we dominated both those teams right out of the building, then we go on the road and it didn't this will be a good test for the Vikings. So I'm doing good. How you doing? I, I'm doing all right. Doing better. Doing better. Hopefully, this episode we have all the sound corrected. I'm hopefully a little bit. Gain is up, and Drew's gain is down, so we don't have the sound issues we had last week. And we apologize to our viewers that struggled through that show. All right. First of all, apologize for nothing. Second of all. The only person that didn't have his game screwed up was me, apparently. So just focus on me, everybody. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Damn. Sounds like he's going to see like, Ohio State in two days. I am. Uh, tomorrow. Manana, baby. Leave tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the story? Way. You leave tomorrow for where? Uh, going to Lincoln, Nebraska to watch Ohio State live up to their expectations, unlike the Michigan Wolverines. Oh. Uh, and they will beat, they'll beat Nebraska. I, I've always wanted to. Uh, ever since Nebraska came into the Big Ten, I, I've wanted to see a game there. They just, you know, it's one of the most storied uh, programs in college football, playing in one of the most historic stadiums. Heard nothing but great things about watching a game there, so really looking forward to to checking out Ohio State. Yeah, uh, Cornhuskers are going to get their tits licked. Don't even I hope close. so. I can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. 
No, I don't hope so, but realistically. Had a tough game there last year. Michigan's going to lose to Rutgers in three overtime. I'm glad you get to go to that. That'll be a good. That'll be fun for you. Looking forward to it. All right. Speaking of looking forward to, we have Sunday. All right, and we are going to Soldier Field to play the Bears. Now that always hasn't been a friendly place to play. It never is. Why is that, you guys? Why is it always a problem there? Is it the wind? Is it the crowd? Is it the turf? You know, I, I don't know. I, two years ago, I wrote this this like tongue-in-cheek post. You know that, that Giorgio Sucolus guy, the ancient aliens dude with the wild, crazy hair? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wrote a post on Daily Norseman about how it was like some alien – Alien burial ground. I can't remember what the whole point of the story was, but uh, he actually retweeted we retweeted the post on Twitter. Anyways, I don't know. I just think it's weird how the Vikings, no matter how much better on paper they are compared to the Bears, always struggle there. Like they don't, even if when they're the demonstrably better team, they don't win by two touchdowns or seventeen points. They, it's like this last second. What was it when when the Vikings when Zimmer won there with Teddy Bridgewater? It was like uh, this weird, crazy comeback where Charles Johnson caught right from Teddy Bridgewater, and then Diggs took a catch and run like fifty-five or sixty yards, whatever it was, and Walsh hit like a fifty-five yarder at the at the gun. I, it just you know even even in twenty seventeen when they went thirteen and three, they struggled because Sam Bradford was a zombie and had no legs for the half before they pulled him for Case Keenum. I just hate that place. I hate that place, man. You can almost count on one hand how many times we've had an actual real victory there in the last 20 years. I I just, it's it's weird. It's so so weird. The last time I remember dominating them was when Robert Smith, that Sunday night game, and Robert Smith was running all over the field and they couldn't stop him. We won by like 25 or something, but... Every time we go in there, we we fumble the ball, we get blocked punts, we have penalties. It's like I don't I don't know. It's just a it's a jinxed place to play, I guess. Speaking yeah. of turnovers, do you think Kirk Cousins can play a turnover-free ball game? Yes. He, Depending he, on how much we got to use him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can, but man, did you see what the Bears did to Case Keenum on oh Monday my, night? Oh, oh yes. I, I, I mean, and and Keenum's a lot more mobile than than Cousins is. I mean, if the Vikings' offensive line does not give Kirk Cousins time to set up and throw the ball, or at least enough time to get out of the pocket and throw the ball away, I, I. I mean, you would think it's almost going to be whoever turns it over the least between Mitch Trubisky and and Cousins, isn't it? That was my uh, going to be key to victory. That's that's got to be it because I've been crunching numbers for two days, guys. It's almost a mirrored image. These teams, it's going to come down to the quarterback. <clears throat> whoever makes the big play, whoever doesn't make the big mistake, is what I think. But yeah, I mean, during that during that uh, game, the, the Bears came against Keenum. It was like by the second. 
by the second quarter, I was posting in the group, we better have a plan, or Cousins is going to end up with his dick in his hand. He's going to get murder, death, killed, I put on Twitter. Oh, man, that front seven was just going off on them. So, well, the only benefit is Hakeem Hicks went out last week with a knee injury, and I don't think he's practiced at all this week. Yeah, he hasn't, which, which would be very beneficial for the Vikings because he absolutely ripped up the Vikings last in year. Chicago last year. He I destroyed us. Had, had a put, whale of a game. I'm putting in a call tomorrow. He's not going to play. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Uncle Polly, are you? Yeah, we just uh, – they have to. Oh, this is going to be. I mean, both teams, the Vikings are 31st in passing, and the Bears are 29th. So there you go. I mean, neither team is, has really an advantage passing the football, but maybe one quarterback is going to have to step up, and hopefully it'll be ours. But I agree with Ted. The quarterbacks are going to have to. We're going to be the difference probably this game. Oof. What do you think of the chances that Cook has another good game against that defense. Well, he had 22 yards last year at Soldier Field, so he doesn't have to go very far to try to beat that mark. Well, <laughs> what is he averaging so far, 112 yards a game, something like that? No, no, it's more than that. He has uh, uh, 375 yards in three games. So what, 100 and a quarter. Yards? Yeah, 100 and a quarter a game. Uh, the Vikings are running the ball for 193 yards a game, and uh, that's good for second in the league. And the Oklahoma ba- wishbone numbers, man. Oh, that's <laughs> tremendous, isn't it? And the Bears are fifth in run defense, only giving up 68 yards a game. So you got 193, and you got 68. So you guys tell me, what? where's the number going to fall for Vi- Vikings rush yards? Let, let me ask you, did you guys watch that Monday night game, like most of it, against the, the Bears and Redskins game? I watched it all, yeah. Painfully, I watched. So here, here's the thing that that I kind of noticed, and I I didn't look at the stats after the game, but it looked like before, before the game got out of hand, Washington was having a fair amount of success running between the tackles. They weren't breaking off, you know, 15, 20, 25 yard runs, but they were getting three yards, four yards, five yards when they when they decided to run the ball. I, I think I think they had kind of a a, a JDF. John Filippo's sort of game plan, which really played into the Bears' hands a lot more than it than they should have. But when they ran the ball, they were they were putting their offense in kind of a respectable, manageable. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm telling you, I I was looking at some of those runs, and I, I was thinking to myself, Cook would have gotten to the second level there. Cook would have gotten at least ten on that run. I I, I think I think the Bears are susceptible to a very good running game between the tackles if the Vikings stick with it. I don't think they're going to have a lot of success early, and as long as they don't get you know, down 14-0, 21-0 like they did at Green Bay, I think they can make some money on the ground against this defense. Well, I would take the three-yard, four-yard gains. If they're doing that, that means they are, you know, like they're managing it like Dave said, and we're going – you know what? The, the way they get into trouble is when they're in second and twelve, when they run yeah, the ball and get a right. two-yard loss on. That's that's what happened last year. Last year we had five drives in the first half. We had four three and outs, and the run game wasn't working, and they abandoned it because it, they just abandoned it. But I think if we could do that, run the ball with some kind of consistency. But you know what, Chad? Somewhere along the 
lines in Sunday, Cousins is going to have to make some big throws. He's going to have he to is. do it. This is going to be the week where, where Kirk Cousins earns part of that $84 million guaranteed. Absolutely we're, agree. We're not going for 193 on the ground. I don't, I don't see that happening. We may have success, but, you know, what do you guys think? Yeah, but, this is, but this yeah. is a team that we can exploit on the sides and over to linebackers. You think, really? We, we say that a lot, but then when it gets to game time, we don't do it. Well, that's the Bears defense, right? I have watched the Bears defense, but that's the weakest (laughs) part of their defense. See, the problem is they'll have a pass rush that gets to a quarterback, and he doesn't have time to set anything up. Now, if that pass rush is a little bit less effective, especially with Hicks out, and we play a two-tight-end offense, two- or three-tight-end offense, plus Ham at fullback, had as extra blockers, that may just create enough time for Kirk to make a correct read and find somebody splitting his own somewhere, and we get the the reception. Be it Irv, be it Thielen, hopefully Diggs gets into it, and then every once in a while over the top. But, but that's a problem with him, Dave, that, that he has to remain calm enough to make that pass, and that's what he doesn't do. That's what he, he flips out too easily. And well, he feels pressure, and he and his head vapor locks. His his thinking pattern vapor locks. We discussed it this week. That especially with guys that were at the game last week, asked how many times was Diggs open, right? And you could see it when you're sitting in the stands. You can't necessarily see it watching on TV, right? But you can see when receivers are wide open when you're sitting in the stands. And they said he was open often, and Kirk just didn't look at him. And it was just whether he's focused on his one primary receiver or he's not thinking, right, that there's a vapor lock between transmitters up there, he's missing it. He's got to have himself probably the best game of his career if we're going to go in there and stomp the Bears. Diggs had 13 catches last year there, Ted. Do you know that? I, I, I did, but I, I kind of want to I want to circle back to what Dave said just a minute circle ago. Circle back. Circle it back. You, you said you said the Vikings, the, the weakness of the Bears are their, are their linebackers. Did, 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 did you say that? Kidding yeah, me? Well, score-wise, yes. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm looking at PFF. Right, so, so you're <laughs> – I just I just want to make sure because I've had a couple beers. Okay. I just want to make sure you're telling Let me, me the weak up. link to the Chicago defense is Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, and Danny Trevathan. That's what you're no, no 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 no. I'm looking at the because, middle linebackers. Because if that's I'm what looking... the Vikings think and that's what they're going to attack, they're going to lose fifty to nothing. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Trevathan's only scored fifty six point two, and Smith at. Uh, are you talking PFF Left. scores? Oh, yes. No, no, no. Right, is that 48? PFF is PFF, and they do they do some great things. But I'm sorry, I, I I some of those scores I just flat out disagree with. Oh, and, and that is the best linebacking core in the NFL. It is. It just is. And I'm sorry if the Vikings think they can attack into the teeth of that front seven. They are going to get their helmets handed to them. It's it's all right. Looking at the scores, <laughs> that's all I got. 
it is the weakest on the team. Otherwise, we're screwed. Okay, you look at the score. I'll look at what they do on the field against right. the Redskins. All right, you do that. Yeah, you got it. You know, I'll just sit back and listen to this because I'm a, a big eye test. So I believe in the actual play. On the, well, uh, and the, uh, and the uh, play PFF, matters. PFF picked J.J. Arcega Whiteside as the 20th best player in college football. So ever since then, I don't trust anything they play. But I don't know. It, it's you got to fight. You got to attack something. I would I would attack. Can't lay over, lay off, you know, lay down and die. Well, I would lay down and die if it was me because I would just be, I would, you know, I'm that they just scare me. I honestly, no, I I get what you're saying. I honestly do. Um, I I think if if the Bears linebacking core has an Achilles heel, it's their coverage, and and I I think you're right that Irv Smith. He he really he really impressed me last week, and I I think if they're gonna if they're gonna commit Khalil Mack to the run, um, if the Vikings run a lot of twelve packages, yeah, you you might be able to make some money over the middle of the field with Irv Smith and and Kyle Rudolph, but you have got to protect Kirk Cousins if you do that. You just have to. It's either that or we hand the ball off all day. Irv Smith and Rudy could actually come up big in this game, guys. Uh, run the football. Keep yourself in a manageable down and distant distance. And my biggest thing is when we kick the ball off to start the game, are we going to go down 21 nothing on three straight drives? That's my. I'm, I'm, oh, if that happens, we're toast. But it already has happened. I you know, know it happened way, in Green Bay. Yeah, but at home, we had a. You know what I'm saying? It can't be that flip-floppy. It can't be that flip-floppy on the road compared to at home. You can't do it. So I'm looking for the good defensive start. If we can establish some kind of running game, and then when you start establishing the running game, mix it up a little with some with some play action when the running game starts working. I think if we get some a couple good drives long, stay out of this three-and-out bullshit and have some good drives and keep it the score without chasing the score, I think we'll be fine. I really think the key to this game – uh, with this, with as much pressure and as much blitzing as the Bears do, will the Vikings be able to to effectively counter that by, you know, quick hitters over the middle like we talked about, or uh, screen passes to Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison? If they can get those guys in open space, I I think there's money to be made there as well. Just protect the football, man. The pick yeah. six bullshit. Can't turn it over. Cannot, the pick six killed us last year there. Cannot turn it over against the Bears. Cannot. And you know what? Zimmer's, Zimmer's had enough games in Soldier Field where he's not walking into a new situation. He should know. He should have this team prepared to play. And let's, and let, let's be honest. The last time we met this team, they kept us out of the playoffs. They came into our house and kicked our ass. So if anything, yeah. they should be fired up over that happening, right? I mean, I would hope so. Come on. That was bad. That was a bad game. Everything fell apart. Right. So this is going to be a good test to see where we're at. See if we're just a good team at home. It plays like shit on the road. Or if we can actually hold our water out on the road. Be good for us. The Bears are only averaging 16 points a game. Come on, guys. They Mitchell don't have Trubisky it. is terrible. Mitchell Trubisky is Christian Ponder. I'm sorry. He is. He's got... And last year in two games, the Vikings made him look like Joe... Freaking Montana. He only averages 179 yards a game. I mean, that's like <laughs> terrible. Jay Patterson's numbers right there. Well, the problem last year was that 
The defensive ends rushed him and didn't hold contain, and he would squirt out and run for the first down, and it drove well, us crazy. Did, it's not that they didn't hold contain. Zero didn't have anybody spying him. Uh, no. Well, that too. I mean, it's Mitchell Trubisky. His, his only redeeming social quality is his legs when he runs the ball. Part of the only reason we were in that game at Soldier Field last year was the mistakes he kept making. Remember, he kept throwing picks, and he kept us in the game. The dude can't hit Eric. He falls out of an airplane. <laughs> and, and so, so let's let him let's let him run across. Let's let him run across the plane like Buffalo's in Nebraska, for God's sakes. Yeah, what about all the passes plan that one? What about all the passes he was missing Monday night? Terrible. Yeah. Who would you have spy him? Bar, it looks like Barr's going to be playing. Whoever yeah. spies Rogers spies him. Is yeah. ever most is ever most adaptable to it. Bar and leave Kendricks in coverage. I say Bar because I, I think I think Kendricks probably provides more value in coverage. In coverage, the first yeah. time the first time Trubisky's in the pocket and takes off and runs for fifteen yards. My remote is going through the sheetrock. I don't want to. Really <laughs> That's going to anger the shit out of me because that. That was angering me tonight watching that. I'm watching Rodgers do that. Stop that guy. Yeah. Nothing more frustrating than a quarterback picking up a first down, man. What did you think of Wilson's play this last weekend? Eric Wilson? Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought he was exceptional. Excuse me. Exceptional in run support and rushing the passer, and I thought he was terrible in pass coming. Okay. I was going to say, do you think – Eric Wilson has earned the right to replace Ben Gideon. No. In the base. No. Okay. Here I am sticking up for a Michigan guy. No. <laughs> You're a smart man, Ben Glover. I, I like Eric Wilson. I, I, I like Eric Wilson, but I I think he's still too inconsistent at times. Gideon is is kind of a you know what you get with the guy, and it's and it's a fairly steady uh, it's a it's a fairly steady performance. I, I think Wilson still kind of runs too hot or too cold at times, and I, I I don't I don't think that Mike Zimmer is a is a fan of that. He wants well, I I would he wants consistency. Wants he wants consistency. Benji's not going to make a bunch of flashy splashy plays, but he's also not going to make a bonehead play. Exactly. So yeah. To get with Gideon. He's not going to drop a guy for an eight yard loss, but he's not going to let a guy break Run for by him. a twenty five yard gain either. Right. I think I think Gideon plays very well within the system and 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 plays very well uh, plays plays his role very well within the system that that he's asked to do. This is an interesting game, you guys, because both these teams are game, game planning the same way. We're going to shut the run down and make that quarterback beat us. You, you imagine are saying, they are. That's what both teams are saying. Uh, Zimmer saying, "Come on, Trubisky, you beat us," and then the other side, Nagy saying, "We're going to make Cousins beat us." Uh, and honestly, God, give me Kirk Cousins in that scenario. I think. I think so too. I, I mean, look, not, not by God. much, but I think so. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins has the physical skills to make to do it. He does. He oh, has yes. the physical makeup to do it. It's just, can he? I mean, which, which quarterback will make the big play? Which quarterback will make the big mistake? That's what this game's going to hinge on. Exactly right. That is exactly right, Drew Bunting. How that is what the game will hinge on, yes. Is this going to be a high-scoring game? Um, well, 
Let's see what the paperwork says, David. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> wow, the Bears are third in the NFL, giving up 13 points a game. And we are sixth, giving up 15 points a game. So the over-under should be around 28. 15 to 13. So Damn. all the numbers point to a really low-scoring game, guys, which means it'll probably be 35 to 30 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think I think somebody is going to get their break speed off. Who have the Bears played to only give up 13 a game? They played the Redskins. They played uh, Denver and, and Green Bay. Yeah. Right. And they lost to Green Bay. At home. Uh, yep. Which frustrated so, everybody. So they're using all their division games at home right now, so they're going to have to be on the road later in the year. So this is that's another reason this is a must game. Like Ted wrote in his uh, piece today that was very well very well uh, written, as usual, uh, talks about how we can't go down 0-2 in the division this early. So Nope. This, well, this is... A, you know, it's a crucial game, guys. It's a big game. Well, our schedule does favor us because we are not playing Chicago in Green or Green Bay in December at their place. They're playing in Minnesota. So that does help. If we do lose, all is not lost. It's not good, but it's not lost at this point. Um, Brother, if the Vikings lose on Sunday... Their chances of making the playoffs are less than 40% historically. Yeah. I'm not saying this is a must win game, but it's about as close to a must win game as you can, as you get, can get in week four of the NFL. You know what? If you're going to impose your will in the division, if you're going to stand up and say, we are the team of the division, you have to go in there and fucking win games like this, guys. You have to win yes, these games. You oh, do. Agreed. Especially, especially when the division leader opens the door and gives you an opportunity to walk through it, like the past. Right. Tonight. And after I watch that game tonight, I am pissed that we didn't win that game. Oh, <laughs> so aggravated. So aggravated. Yeah, but how it was... did we not how did we not Kurt played Turtle. the Turtle. worst exactly game of his career? I don't want to keep backtracking on that game, but after I watch that tonight, I'm thinking we gave it away again. In yeah. Lambo. We give these fucking games away and it's Absolutely really did. Ah! Give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away. Sorry. I can't add any more to that. Just win, baby, win. Drew, have you got anything special for tonight? Yeah, I do. I put together a little bit of uh, Ted Glover trivia. Oh, you you did. Yes, I did. This afternoon... You know, I all my put all my responsibilities aside, and I said, you know what, everybody, I'm gonna work on these trivia questions for Mr. Ted Glover before he takes off for Nebraska. Let's go. You ready? Now these are Bears Vikings questions. Bears Vikings. Okay. I know you're familiar. You've probably seen a hundred of these games in your lifetime, right, Ted? Probably. Starting in the '70s, twice a year, at least a hundred. Probably, yeah. How many have we won? Uh, what within it? ten? I'll give you a, a, the extra. Oh, bonus. They, it's like a their record is like fifty four forty six and some ties. Sixty wins. You're right there. Sixty. Okay. Six, okay. It's sixty and fifty four then, right? Yes. Okay. Sixty right. fifty four and one. Okay. Okay. Question number one: <clears throat> On the Bears' first trip to the Metrodome ever in nineteen eighty two, 
The Vikings whipped their asses, whipped them badly. Who was the quarterback that threw five touchdowns that day for the Minnesota Vikings? Two-minute Tommy Kramer. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that is correct. Now, you get extra credit if you can name the wide receiver who caught three of those five touchdowns. I'm. This is a guess. I'm going to say Sammy White. You are two for two. You got the bonus question. You know what's funny about that game is uh, McMahon hit Emery Moorhead to take the lead seven to nothing. Then we reeled off thirty-five straight. <laughs> Beautiful. You got that. All right. You got two on that one. All right. Two. In nineteen ninety-two, right. the Bears led twenty to nothing in the fourth quarter, and you know exactly the game I'm talking about. I know exactly the game you're talking about. The Vikings stormed back to win twenty-one to twenty, even though they were down twenty to nothing in the fourth quarter. But one of the best Viking wins ever. It was great. It was sparked by a pick six. A thirty-five yard pick six. Who was the Bears quarterback and who was the guy that returned the pick six? Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback, got chewed out by Mike Dicka in one of the most glorious sideline rants I've ever seen. And Todd Scott was a defensive back that housed it. Dude, you're on, dude, you better get some water and pour it over yourself. You're on fire, right? Fire! <laughs> Alright, question three. In two thousand seven at Soldier Field. The Vikings won an epic game on a 55-yard field goal in the final play of the game. Earlier in the game, the Vikings hooked up on a 60-yard touchdown on the final play of the first quarter. Who threw it and who caught it? 2007, that was the game Adrian went off. Oh, man. Um, You notice these questions get a little tougher, bruh. They are. I, man, this is the Adrian Peterson game, so that's what I was thinking. Yes, it was. 200 and some odd. He had like 311 uh, yards. So it would have been – what had to have been Tavares Jackson was the quarterback. It was Tavares Jackson. Very good, dude. Troy Williamson? Yes! <laughs> got it! Now you have an extra credit on this one, too. Who kicked the 55-yard game winner? Oh, my luck. My luck. Oh, my God, he's seven for seven. We've only had three questions. <laughs> that is amazing, dude. All right. <laughs> I thought for sure he's not getting no fucking Tavares Jackson. <laughs> to Troy Williamson. That is very good, man. This is, okay, you're on a roll. You're back to a thousand. Back to a thousand. I will name the decade, and you tell me which team won more games in the head-to-head matchups in that decade. All right. Now, there's a trick one in here. In one decade, I'm going to give you the 2000s. We tied 10 to 10. Is that okay? Okay. okay. 1960s, who won more games head-to-head? Bears. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. I don't have a, I don't have a bell, so I'm doing that. 1970s, who won? Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Correct. 1980s. Had to be the Bears. Yes. 1990s. Vikings. Yes. Yes! 2010s, which we're not done with. Who's leading? Oh, jeez. Um, man, that see, 2000. I'm going to say Vikings. Bears! Ah, what, by one? Damn, you know, that's the only one you missed out of like 13 questions, dude. What's, what's the record in the 2000s? It's got to be close. It's 10 to 8 right now. Okay. All right. So we got to sweep good. this week. Sweep this year. Yes, yes, David. If we sweep this year, we can tie it up. We can tie it up. That's that's very correct. Okay. 
1994 overtime win, 33 to 27. Who caught that winning touchdown in overtime? Chris Carter from the, from the Ohio State University. You know what? Now the whole thing's void. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you're, you're getting a red X in every fucking question. You mentioned Ohio State. Okay. Now this last one is kind of tricky. This is the last question of the uh, Drew Trivia Challenge. I could name off all. I could. I could ask you to name off all the head coaches of the Minnesota Vikings since they've had a team, all the way from Ben Brockman, all the way to Zimmer. You could probably not only name them off, but you could probably name off the years they coached. So I'm not going to give you that. Okay. That's too easy for that Glover. All righty. Can't go easy if you're going to Nebraska. You got to head out with a challenge. <laughs> so the Chicago Bears have had 16 head coaches in their franchise history. If you can name eight of them, you are a football god. George Hallis. That's one out of the 16. Let's see. Um, I know it's unfair because it's kind of a Bears question, but I know you're right. a football guru, dude. You're on so, fire today. All right, so let's go. There's there's George Hallis. One. Um, Dave will do the counter. Dicka. There's two. Dick Duron, Matt Nagy. Three or four. Those are correct. Uh, let's see. Wants that? Yes. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> that is, how do you say it? That is correct, sir. Um, <laughs> AFL 5? Oh, man. I think Sid Luckman was a coach. No, he was not. He was not. Okay. So we're still at five. Yeah, you get three misses, then you're done. Um, there's a there's some you I know you know, dude. Just keep thinking about like recent. There's a, they went through a. Shit I I know I know they had like a, a string of bad coaches for so long. Um, oh, um, and I know you know a couple from the seventies. He coached. Oh God, he was the most recent coach that drafted Trubisky. Oh, what's right. his name? I can see his face. Gray hair. <laughs> Man. He kind of uh, looked like Dave Stefano. <laughs> think of it. Come on, Ted. I know you know. Doggone it. What was that dude's name? It's, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. And who who they have in the seventies? Um, God, I know Jim Finks was the GM. He signed the coach. Who was who was the coach right before Dicka? Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. Doggone it! You got I five. Time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you shredded so many other questions. You're way ahead of the game, bro. You're on gravy Vegas gravy time. Uh, who is who is the coach? Put it this they way, fired. you're the Shakira of trivia tonight. <laughs> Who's the coach they fired before they hired Nagy? Trashman. Dude, you're going to kick yourself when I read you these names. I know. You want to give up? Yeah, let's just go. John Fox. Fox, yeah, Fox. that's Fox. it. Oh. Get, this, get this. Here's one that you're going to really kill yourself over. Oh, oh for Fox's sake. Uh, Mark Trashman. What? Trashman. Get yeah. this, though. You're really going to kick yeah, yourself The next over. one he's going to kick himself for. Yes, he is. Lovey Smith. How can I forget Lovey? Uh, uh, and then the you, got, you got number 12, 11, and 10. 
the guys in the 70s who I, when I, because I did this test on myself, I got six of them. Did so you really? I, yeah, and I got the two, these two early guys, uh, Neil Armstrong and Jack Pardee. I remember them from the 70s. Jack Pardee, I knew that. And before that, the only one I knew was Hallis. Because after Hallis, it was Ralph Jones, Hunk Anderson, Luke Johnson, Patty Driscoll, Jim Dooley, Abe Guerin. I mean, a bunch of unknown guys. But wow, I, I figured you would get five or six like I did. So that's pretty cool, dude. Uh, I, but see, I knew Jerron, and I knew, or I mean, I knew Trashman, and I knew, knew Lovey. Forget Lovey Smith, man. I thought Lovey Smith was the one I knew you were gonna oh. get. Oh. You know what? For a different team, though, that's a hell of a job, dude. I feel like I, an idiot. I can ask. I, like I can ask somebody else, and they wouldn't be able to name more. They'd be able to name Nagy and maybe Hallis. I mean, who doesn't get George Hallis? But excellent job tonight. That's your most impressive trivia yet. Thank you. Okay. Speaking of trivia, the Bears are wearing throwbacks Sunday. What year do those throwbacks are they modeled after? 1932. 36. Decatur Cardinals. <laughs> Decatur Bears. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, 30. I don't, I don't know. 30. I thought it was 39. Was you don't even know? You're asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> I posted it. I posted the stupid thing. I thought it was 39. I may have forgotten. Those but things are ridiculous. Nice the sock. stripes. They look, uh, they look like Dr. Seuss. The Vikings have, don't have to go throwback, dude. That's not a rule, is it? They don't have to. No. They will go probably they throwback sometime this season. It will probably be with a home game. Uh, what uniforms they wear, we don't know. We do know that they asked about permission to wear the Duluth Eskimo jersey and oh, was really? denied. Yeah, that's, they were denied. That's 1922 right there. Well, and they're not from Duluth. Minneapolis had a team at that time, the Marines. So you could call Tony Bell and ask him every quarterback from the Duluth Eskimos right now, and he'd reel them all off to you. <laughs> he probably would, but he'd also <laughs> tell you that the Minneapolis Marines, and then there was another Minneapolis team right about I that remember, same time period. The Red Jackets. I remember the Eskimos, though. I've read, I've done some research on them. That was really impressive, Ted. I can't, I can't tell you enough how you nailed all those. That's really good. Thanks. I like doing the trivia with you, dude. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're a good sport about it and like playing it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's a good time. Okay, with that, we're rolling into Sunday. We want our Vikings to win. We want the fans to have fun. Is there anything else you want to pass to our viewers? Drew? Uh, be patient, and a win is a win, even if it's hanging out the ass of a cow. <laughs> Doesn't matter how we get the W, just get it. How about some score predictions out of you guys? Oh, wait. Ted wants to say something to the people of the... So, you guys want to hear a Don Glover story real quick? I do want to no, hear a Don Glover absolutely. story. Oh, absolutely. I was going to ask so, you for a Don Glover story, but I don't think we're over yet. So, so Dave uh, Dave probably might remember this. Dad hated two players with a burning passion. He hated Aaron Rodgers, and he hated, he hated even more than Rodgers... He hated Jay Cutler. He thought Jay Cutler had had the biggest crybaby bitch uh -huh. face in the NFL. And every single time, without fail, without fail, guys, every single time the camera would cut to Jay Cutler, whether he was breaking the huddle, whether he was over center, 
whether he was in shotgun, whether he was on the sideline, my dad would lean forward in his chair and he would go, look at that crybaby. Go ahead and cry, you damn crybaby. Cry. Every single time. Oh, he hated him. He did. <laughs> I, it was, my, my dad was a pretty laid back guy, but Cutler with a passion, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. So when Cutler's having one of those really Cutler crappy days, your dad's cracking up. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. He, he, would, he would giggle like a 10-year-old. <laughs> he would. Look at that. Go ahead and cry all the way to the sideline. Cry. I wish I would have been there. I kicked yeah. myself up and I wasn't there. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> what God loves the story to win. Well, speaking yeah. of... Ted, speaking of Don Glover, Don Glover, I'm sure, is up with my dad watching this game, and they're yelling at each other, and may the best team win, and of course, that's the Vikings. I hope so. With that, Drew, any last words? Meow, meow, Viking cow. Ted? 27-10 Vikings. What? On the Skull, baby. Let's go. What What? What was the last part? You cut out there. Uh, 27-10 Vikings all the way to Miami. Let's go. What do you, Let's hold go. up that can. Is there alcohol in that fucking thing? There is. <laughs> Mexican log from Urban Chestnut. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I just sense a blowout. And and it's if it's not going to be the Bears blowing out the Vikings, it's going to have to be the Vikings He's blowing, blowing out, the, out Bears. the Bears. Let's, What's let your score hope, prediction? Charlie Daniels, what do you got going for a score prediction? Oh... I'm thinking it's a close game, but I also agree with Ted. I think Kirk Cousins comes in, he takes a quaalude or something, doesn't feel anything, and goes berserk, and we win like 35 to 12. Really? Wow. I'm not even... No, my mind, logical mind, says it's going to be 17-14. But my heart says 35-12, go Vikings. Well, you just, you, what, you give me two scores to keep your ass covered? Either way, you're going to <laughs> like a good, Like a good politician. Anyways. It's going to be like 27-13. I think one team is going to win 27-13. I, I think it's, I think one quarterback is just going to completely fall apart and have multiple turnovers. And the, and the defenses are going to uh, take advantage of that. It's going to, I think it's going to be deep in, in plus territory for the other, other team. I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. We'll you know see. what I predict? I what? predict after that trivia tonight, at the end of the first quarter, we're going to have a 60-yard touchdown pass from one from Cousins to Thielen or something. But my bold prediction for the week is is Marcus Sherrill's returns a punt for but, a touchdown. Yeah, 85 oh, yards. Mine, dude! <laughs> steal mine? Okay. Shit! That was, my, uh, that was my bold predict. That was my spicy hot take. All right, I'll go with this one. On uh, First touchdown will be Madison on a, on a reception. Oh, that is a that is we're gonna, old spicy take. We're gonna get it inside the ten, about the five yard line, four yard line. We're gonna go play action. Madison's gonna sneak out like he did in the preseason. Remember that preseason game against nope. the yeah. Saints, or whatever. Yeah. It'll be that play, and it'll be Madison for the first score. Nice. But I'll I take do it. think Cheryl's gonna take one back. Awesome. All right, everybody. Enjoy your Sunday. Eat good food. Drink good adult beverages. And skull Vikings.